There was one question. Well, there was more than one, but there was one question that Jesus Christ consistently and sincerely asked people that he encountered. What do you want me to do for you? He'd look deep into a person's eyes and he would ask him or her, what is it that you want me to do for you? Would it surprise you if I suggested that the Lord still asks this question of people that he encounters? That he in fact asks the same question of you and me this morning. So as we sit in this place of worship, Jesus Christ, by His Holy Spirit, comes to each one of us and He asks us individually, what do you want me to do for you? What do you need? How can I help? How can I serve you? So what is it that you would like the Lord to do for you this morning as you sit in this place? What is it that you need, that you desperately need from Christ this morning? If Jesus were to physically sit down right next to you, look in your eyes and ask you what you need from Him, what would you say to Him? How would you respond? Would you know how to respond to that question? You know, over the past five weeks, we've been talking about why Jesus came to earth. What He came to do in this world. And among other things, we've discovered that He came to offer us grace and forgiveness. That He came to show us that a relationship with Him is more important than religious rule-keeping, and that He came to demonstrate how He and He alone can satisfy our deepest needs, the deepest longings of our hearts. Jesus was a great teacher, clearly the greatest teacher who has ever lived, yet His primary reason for coming to earth was not to teach. He was a compassionate healer, probably the most compassionate individual that the world has ever known. And yet, his reason for coming to earth wasn't simply to heal. And he performed miracles, incredible miracles. And yet, his purpose for coming was not to establish himself merely as a miracle worker. The primary reason that Jesus came was to change people's lives. The primary reason that Jesus Christ, that God in Christ became a human being, was to change people's lives, to transform them, to set them free from sin and from selfishness and from self-destruction, to offer them grace and forgiveness, to meet their deepest needs, and to above all else, to give them eternal life. What was true 2,000 years ago is true today. What was true for the woman who was caught in adultery, the woman that we talked about several weeks ago, what was true for the rich young ruler, What was true for the Samaritan woman is true for us as well. Jesus Christ wants to transform us into entirely new creatures. He wants to bring about an entirely new creation in us. He wants to satisfy our longings, to give us eternal life, and in short, He wants to change us both internally and eternally. He wants to change us both now for this life and for eternal life as well. He wants to make us more like Him. The goal of our faith is to become more like Christ. And in the same way that He gave sight to a man who was born blind, Jesus Christ will give us sight. He will bring light to those dark and frightening places 
Those painful places in our lives that we try so hard to cover up or to ignore or to gloss over, those painful places, He'll shed light on those things in our life. He'll open our eyes and He'll allow us to see, to really see. He'll heal our spiritual blindness and He will give us new eyes. He will give us His eyes. The blind man's story, John 9, is really our story. It's the story of faith. It's the story really of the process of faith, of coming to believe. It's the story of placing our trust in Jesus so that He can help us see things that we've never seen before. Things about God, things about ourselves, things about other people. It's really the story of how God, through Christ, turns on the light of faith in our lives and makes us new people. And you know, as I've thought about this, I think for many of us, this process is not so much that God flips on the light switch and all of a sudden we see things we've never seen. I think it's more like a dimmer pack. That God sort of gradually turns the light up and then at some point we wake up and we recognize that we believe. I suspect that some of you are in that process this morning. I know you are. Some of you can't point to a specific time that you came to believe. Or maybe you can. But I believe that it's this process of faith that God takes us into. This journey that we're all on. And at some point, we see. We see. So here's my question for you this morning as we worship together. What is it that you would love to see differently? Or perhaps for the first time? As you sit here this morning, what are the things that you would love to see happen in your life or in someone else's life, but you cannot imagine how that would be possible? What are those things? And as I asked earlier, what would you like the Lord to do for you this morning? What would you tell Him if He asked you? Perhaps you'd tell Him that you would like a better marriage. Or perhaps you'd tell Him, I'd just like to be married. Maybe you'd ask Him for stronger faith, for more joy, for less anxiety, for peace. I don't know what it is for you, but what is it that you need from the Lord? Maybe you'd tell Him about the relationships in your life that have been severed, even some long ago, and how you long for reconciliation. What do you need? What would you love to see happen in your life? The truth is, in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the one who died for us, the one who rose again for us, nothing, nothing, nothing is impossible. In fact, all things, the Bible tells us, are possible. All things, even those most difficult things in your life, are possible if we will seek God with all of our heart, with all of our strength, with all of our mind, if we'll place ourselves in His hands, all things are possible. Will you allow Christ to turn the light of faith on in your life today? To help you see, to help you understand, to help you become more like Him? You know, some of you have been listening to these messages of mine for a long time. For months, some for years, some quit listening and went away. Some are listening in Russia 
to think that people are listening to these things all over the place. But here's the point. You've been listening. Some of you are in this process and you've been contemplating what it would mean to make a decision to follow Christ. Perhaps today is the day of your salvation. Today is the day for you, perhaps, to step out in faith and trust Christ with your life. To offer everything you know of yourself to everything you know of Him and to trust. It's almost like standing on the edge of the stage and falling off backwards and believing that God in His tender mercy and love will catch you and it's frightening and it's difficult. But some of you are at that point today. Will you confess as the blind man did, and as many of us have already, yes, Lord, I believe. Will you humbly place your faith in Christ? Will you commit your life to Him? Will you trust Him to lead you and to guide you, to sustain you and strengthen you and empower you in good times and in difficult times? Will you trust that He's there with you, that He walks with you, that He loves you, that He cares deeply about you? Will you dare to believe that God has an amazing plan for your life? A plan to prosper you and build you up and not a plan to harm you and beat you down. That is not the God that we worship. This morning, will you accept the unconditional and relentless, passionate love of Christ and purpose to live in it, to live in it and to follow Him? This is the rational conclusion to everything we've talked about these last five weeks. That God is calling you and me to commit ourselves to Him. I want to give us some time to reflect on what we've heard this morning so far. To consider what it might mean to commit ourselves to Christ and to follow Him. Just take some time to pray and to try to grasp what it would mean to commit yourself to Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd the one who loves you and cares for you. Let's spend some time doing that.